0: and going sweet now welcome to another edition of the all around the fretboard podcast by tom Atkins, the at Productions.com. this podcast is brought to you by parkway music in clifton park new york and dreamcatcher events dreamcatcher events.com i'm sitting here at nam 2020 with another aussie friend of ours we mutual friend doug, doug in another episode of the podcast introduce us introduce yourself sir.
1: yeah i'm ernie taylor from et guitars in australia
0: and how long have you been building guitars, buddy?
1: We're into our 10th year now, um, since we started building our first models, and um, yeah, and this is our first time at NAMM, and it's really overwhelming, to be honest.
0: Oh my god, there's so much here, Yeah, just, there's always so much going on at NAMM. Yeah.
1: And it's been so busy for us, Like, I haven't really had that much of a chance to get a chance to walk around and um, have a good look at other things. It's, oh um, yeah,
0: well if you have a booth, that's why I just found out this year for the first time, if you have a booth, you have to be on your booth most of the time. That's why I apologize for today of the setup. Oh, good. So basically, one of the things that I know that you know, 10 minutes here is like a lifetime because you're, you know there's giveaways going on in different parts and there's artists showing up at booths that you want to be able to see. So I, I appreciate you coming down and hanging out with us here. Oh,
1: always good to talk to you, Tom. Oh,
0: thank you, sir. <laughs> so tell me more about the guitars you've been building. You say you've been building for about 10 years.
1: That's right, and um, it sort of worked out good timing to do a first name for us because this year we were looking at um, uh, introducing a couple of new models which really haven't been done out in the market at all. It's uh, something I've wanted to do for a while, which is a multi-scale guitar but with um, a full double-locked floating tremolo. That's uh, awesome.
0: They're, they're very rare to find a like locking tremolo. Yeah, they're... like I
1: say, it's not really been done and yeah. um, there's no real production models out there and it didn't, and I've been th- wanting to do it for quite a while, but um, it, the, the wasn't actually any hardware that could achieve it and so it wasn't until about a year ago when um, I was contacted just out of the blue by um, Remco from Apollo Music Parts and I'd I'd been talking to Remco on and off for quite a while um, maybe 10 years pretty much since when we started and um just out of the blue, he said, Oh, look, I'm doing some new hardware. Would you like to have a look? And um, we talked more about it. And then I've very quickly worked out that that could actually do what I wanted to do with this multi scale thing. That's and
0: amazing. It, it's a beautiful guitar. What's the, with that model again? It's called?
1: Yeah, so um, I've got a few different models that are doing that now, but okay. um, so I'll start with the Avenger model, which is one of the. Um, actually OS models or um, production line models that I've been um, having done by uh, one of our uh, facilities in Asia
0: right.
1: and so I've incorporated that part of the design into the Avenger model nice and um, yeah so I bought that hidden today as one of the uh, ones to show and let people try out That's uh, amazing.
0: it's really it plays amazing I'm gonna, I'm gonna be definitely rocking that thing before you take off a little bit and get some pictures just you know, I've never. I think our, our mutual friend Chris Stark was just saying it's usually because it feels different. But I guess it, in your hand, if you look in your hand, you're with your an frets. Some guitar players feel, well, I can't play that. Most of this straight, straight. What what makes you want to do those kinds of? Uh, what, what's real advantage to, to making it harder to make? It must be harder to make.
1: It's certainly harder because. It's not as if you can just quickly saw through like parallel slots to put the frets in. Right. They're all right. they're all on different angles, and so there's a bit more engineering that's involved to do that. So there's a bit more time, and so therefore cost in those things. Yeah. But um, right. you know, once you're set up for it, it's it becomes a, a, a reasonable kind of, thing.
0: What, what kind of pickups are in the Adventure
1: Console? Um, in, in the basic Avenger, I've got a series of my own generic pickups that I get um, from the OS facility. Nice. Um, I've got a range of um, both ceramic and also Alnico type pickups um, that I can use in those models. Okay. And um, I'm quite happy with them. You know, they've got a um, you know, nice output, uh, nice compression. So, yeah, nice pickups. I, I saw in the booth that you had some. That's right. Um, we're working closely um, in our collaboration as a bit of a cooperative with um, Falbo Designs and Apollo Music Parts. That's how I got to come to um, NAMM this year um, through a collaboration with them. So. Um, yeah, so Fishman is a big part of what we're, what, what we're looking at in, into the future. I love those pickups. Uh, Frank I mean, Falbo was part of the design team on that and he continues to be... Um, uh, you Doug know. was
0: telling me that. Doug was told me that he had a lot to do with like, how it involved. Was it the actual like, design of the pickup or the
1: actual materials used? Frank was involved in the early stages of the design, um, not not in terms of um, designing it himself, but it it came across from actually some sort of aerospace technology, uh, would you believe? So um, there's some um, satellite or something technology, um, and the inventor of um, those electronics actually approached uh, various people, including Frank, and said, look, I know this is going to be able to do something, but I I can't finish it off. Do you think somebody might be interested in trying to turn this into a guitar pickup because he was a guitar player himself and so um, Frank eventually settled on um, and uh, spoke to Fishman and um, then they actually went off and developed it and turned it into a viable pickup to be able to be used for guitar and so um, and we're happy to have that in one of our guitars um, on display at NAMM this year. Um, it's actually in our headless model, the one that we call the MIG, M-I-G, as in, you know, the Russian jet. <laughs> um, and it's um, a, a good little good little um, headless guitar that has got a lot of attention. A lot of people loved it um, at the show here, and um, I think i got a few sales, actually, out of this one.
0: Now, you guys are located up in, uh, in the mainland. How do you feel about the foot track? How, how do you feel now? you got a lot of people coming and checking out and playing the guitars?
1: Absolutely. Um, quite a bit. Like I say, I've been quite busy. I haven't really had that chance to get away from the booth because there's usually someone sort of coming by and wanting to have a bit of a look and asking questions about what's going on with those guitars and where they're from and you just, you know, all the typical questions that people would ask about them. Again, thank
0: you so much for finding your way all the way down here and showing us all about it talking about the guitars. With Avengers, and the Avengers,
1: the Meg, and... Uh, There's another one, though. Um, So there's um, a model that we used to have as a workhorse guitar. It was a fixed-bridge guitar, um, very important in our early days, and it was called the Katana. And it was a guitar that we specifically designed to be a baritone 7-string. We came up with a combination of timbers and the scale and... um, um, the type of neck profile and everything that seems to really work and a lot of people love that and so mm. it's, a, it's one of our main models and main workhorse models but now I've adapted that um, to incorporate the multiscale and the tremolo so I've got a Katana multi-scale trem um, on, on show there and a lot of people have had a good look at that too
0: uh, We're to definitely You'll definitely see some pictures up on highstonepro.com oh, I appreciate well as, that as well as your website your website is etguitars.com Awesome and yeah, so everybody go over and check out. guitars, they're beautiful, they really, they play amazing, I mean, to have some pictures up of uh, jamming and some audio, uh, and now uh, that, that you're a guitar player yourself?
1: Uh, a little bit, I'd like to think we, so. We, we bet. You'd like to think so. <laughs> uh,
0: well, first, I think, you know, a lot of my future friends, especially my friends at home, we're all very concerned about Australia, with all the fires and everything, how's everything
1: going for you guys? You guys okay? Yeah, look, we're okay now. Um, the whole month of December and even earlier it was a very stressful time and so it was actually really nice and a lot of people came to the booth and they heard oh you're from Australia it was really nice to get some concern from a lot of the people they asked oh, oh, look, okay. how's, yeah, how's the fire situation there man yeah. um, and I, I you know, I honestly tell them what happened and um, a lot of masks well look I mean it seems to be like in the American news it seems to be really hyped up and sensationalised what's really going on there and I said listen um what, you know, what I'm seeing from the American media, it's, yes, it's a little bit sensationalised, but at the same time, they're not that far off. Like, it has been a disaster there at home. Right. Uh, to give you an idea, um, one of the fire fronts, which spread from west of Sydney, okay, an area called the Blue Mountains, and it just kept expanding in this big circle. It kept going. Now, I'm literally, like, what's your scale of miles? You speak in miles, right? So it's about um, 50 or 60 miles away from... Where the fire started it kept going and going and nothing could stop it and it basically at this point has kind of stopped and it's about three miles from my house and workshop um and so uh, around christmas and around new year was the most stressful time because we had very very hot um, temperatures and winds but like temperatures around let's say about 105 or 110 fahrenheit like that's a, that's a that
0: abnormal not usual. i mean it is summertime i, I think i know with the uh one the more fascinating things that we were learning in school was that Southern Hemisphere, your winter is our summer. So That's right, our summer for us, and uh, it's June, you know basically June through August, September, and you guys are November through January, February. That's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we've flipped in the in the seasons, and um, yeah. No, but the temperatures that we've had this year are very high again. We've had about five years of very very warm summers where you've got a number of days over well over 100 degrees Fahrenheit. So.
0: But that impacts how you guys can get resources to for on the guitars, right? With all
1: these fires it's got to be, you know, trees uh, Pretty much everything, yeah. Everything, um, pretty much you know, everything. everything. Yeah, it, everything's affected. And, and look, it's been really terrific to have, you know, the concern shown by, you know, a lot of you folks wow. over here. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it, so it has, like, overall, we're, we're fine. There has been a lot of um, destruction there. Um, me personally, yes, I'm fine for the moment. We don't know how the rest of the summer's going to pan out. Um, but, uh, but um, for the moment, yeah. Look, I you know, It was in some ways great to get the hell out of our country, you know, for, oh, over right, here to the right, states right. for a little while. Yeah, and I heard it was something like it was almost like nineteen cigarettes a day around the smoke zone. Yeah, the smoke zone. yeah, it was pretty rough. It was, it's kind of like what you experienced here in California in the last couple of years when you had those um, right, quite quite large fires right. as well.
0: Well. That's, that's one reason why I love visiting California. I absolutely love coming here, but I, I escaped back to my American Siberia upstate New York. <laughs> Good you know, on you. It's pretty much uh, a very beautiful summer. It doesn't get really too hot. Yeah. Our winters, however, you know, we, we know, up <laughs> to minus 40. <laughs> yeah. kind like, yeah, car won't start because it's frozen, duck to the ground. Yeah, that's something <laughs> we don't get in Australia at all. Get that we don't Australia. get that. Well, even I was thinking, you know, maybe in a very farthest mm, part. or Maybe New Zealand or something it's always gotta get some cold stuff, but not really. So it's one of those funny things that we get the I, that's why I like to call my hometown the American Siberia. Because it, it it's it's cold as it gonna be like usually in the plain states in Wisconsin and, and Minnesota especially up by the borders of Canada, that's where in New York State borders Canada so yes. we, as my Montreal friends to go, you've got nothing in but you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, hey, the like minus, 40, minus 45 in the morning, that's Base Camp Everest. So I always remember, yeah, I would, this is what it would feel like if I had to go climb Mount Everest. Right, So there you go. So uh, now, you mentioned, you are talking yeah. about guitars, and you are talking about, you, you, so you considered yourself a, consider yourself a guitar player. When um, this, the whole point of this show, what I, I do with this show is to actually talk about
1: what people play, what they like to play. Anymore. Yep. So, what kind of music do you like? Well, look, I grew up in, with the '80s, '70s, and '80s sort of rock, hard rock, and metal. Okay. Nice. So I'm just a, I'm just a dropkick from that era, really. Nice. I mean, I, I do like a lot of the modern stuff as well. But um, you know, when you wanted to listen to something, you kind of gravitate back to what oh, some yeah. of your roots were, and you sort Absolutely. of. So that's what I prefer, and what I like to listen to and play. You know, I always like to jam that out. Um, so, yeah. I
0: think <laughs> I'm a total fanboy. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but that's... So from was, was that? 70, that was from British you're kidding. No. Oh, okay. I there you out. go. I parked this car once. That's so like... Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> so, anyway, so you start, like that kind of music. Yeah. So, so having said
1: that, yeah, that fella that just walked past that's us, no, us that's, yeah, the the beginning that's beginning the one that the we, we grew up with, yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs>
0: So the other the other really cool thing that um, the other really cool thing I wanted to tell you I was telling Doug this the other night and to my listeners I apologize my voice I've been talking straight for four days nonstop so my voice is definitely uh, getting a little clean up clean up on Tom's mic but basically the idea is uh, my first band uh, now I wanted to play guitar and my first band that I got into was Metallica. You're kidding. No, no, that's why I told Doug that. I told Doug that last night. I was like, Do so you realize that the point, I was always drawn to English bands, always drawn to Irish bands being Irish, especially uh, especially Roy Gallagher? He was the first guitar hero I ever heard. And I was like, Oh, I, he's an Irishman, he's playing American blues like that? Well, what else is that? And then that literally opened up to like, Well, yeah, England has this little thing called. The blues and the Rolling Stones and Beatles, yeah, you know, they were really big. So I was like, ah, oh, yeah, but that's like old people, old people music. I don't, yeah, I'm 69, I was born in 69, so I think we have a similar similar background in the music. That we Same here. Same here. But uh, the, one of the funnier aspects of it, like I said, you know, this thing, we are playing Messenger bottom, and Bottle, and like, okay, I'm you gonna know, play guitar. How can I play that to Johnny Be Good, and I want to be able to play Who Can't Be Now, and I want to be able to play these kind of work songs? My favorite song at the time was Overkill. That was one of the yeah. first songs i learned the guitar. Wow, okay. So that's why I, my, my heart beats for Australia. That's why I just love you guys. Hopefully, one of these days, um, you'll be able to get a chance to go down to the land of Oz and, and uh, maybe do a clinic or two for the book. and uh, The book, Foundation of Rock Guitar, that's why I'm here now. And uh, actually, you know, try to get out to
1: get to work uh, around all around the world. Well, if you do, hey, come and see me. I'll look all after right, you. I'll, I will host you like nothing. So, yeah, we'll have a great time.
0: As, as our listeners can hear, it's loud here at NAMM. Lots of guitars going on, there's so much ambient background. Hopefully all this comes out really good, but I'm pretty sure it will. Yeah. good. So, but, thank you so much for visiting us. Uh, do we have anything else to promote? Do you have a website? We did a
1: website. We yeah, we've you. done... Um, so, website is etguitars.com. Um, we're on social media too, of course. Right. Um, our Facebook page is ET Guitars Australia. And we've got an Instagram as well, which is okay. just AT Guitars. We'll
0: make sure to sure put all that stuff on there. That thank you very
1: much. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Once again, thank you so much for finding Way Down the Booth. And I hope you guys continue to have a wonderful rest of the day at NAMM. Yep. And I look forward to keeping in touch with you. And as soon as this podcast is up, which will be within the next couple of weeks, I'll definitely let you know when it's going to be scheduled up. It will be up right. and, and, and let people know where you can hear all about new guitars. When, when, at this line... Uh, the Avengers, is it out and you can personally you can buy
1: them yeah. right or whatever? Yes, we'll be, now that we've released them at Nam, we'll be putting out all the information in due course um, for um, purchase of those. We'll be doing runs with um, our OS facility, um, and we'll be yeah putting out um, pre-runs for that, like pre-orders for, for so definitely
0: runs. Definitely check out a fan, uh, the fan fret guitar with a, a, with a floating trim is not a very common thing. It's an amazing playing guitar. Definitely
1: check out the picks and check out the right. website. And thanks again for coming out. Thanks so much, Tom. It's been great. Been great. Thank you, sir.